Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warren-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on USA.live, MeWe Link, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, Linktree, and you can listen to listen and download our shows by going to warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers: Blueberry iHeartRadio, iTunes Players, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Body of Christ presses toward the prize. The born-again believer presses ahead, that is, to pursue, to follow, as in pursuit, where you are in a race to reach the end prize or mark, which is the high calling found in Christ Jesus. Also, living lights and looking for the day of God while living in a world of darkness. Living lights truly, as holy, upright, and those who walk in true godliness. We are looking for the day of God. And the resolute Christian amidst chaos finds a world of confusion greeting the faith which Jesus Christ demonstrated. Without such faith, we cannot please God. And don't miss Prophecy News, End of Day Gospel, Laodicean on Classic Warren Radio on warn-usa.com. End Day Gospel finds a roller coaster of troubles in these times of increased persecution of Christians worldwide can be traumatic for many. Even in America, the divide between people is chasms as big as the Grand Canyon. And also, Judgment and Glory, Isaiah's prophetic book, part 114, no, I'm sorry, part 14 on battle lines. It is everlasting and the wicked shall pass away, as will all the former things. This week we also find the Judgment along with glory as the Lord God delivers a devastating blow to pride and a conquering army. And check out The Rising, which is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. When he who opposes rises, believers overcome by faith, we introduce a former black ops sniper named Mac. He battles to survive the forces bent on destroying him. Having escaped death many times, he is now with his wife, Dorothy, who's also a former black ops. And you can find that book on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Walmart, Angus and & Robertson, and many more. And the um, rising ebook can be found on Google Play. Be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter by going to danaglinsmith.com where you can also visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop where we feature the rising and other Christian books as well as resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to Warn Radio. 
on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings. Welcome to another Friday edition of Sound the Show Far. The weekend is at hand again. We have picked up and put down weeks, months, and years as we've broadcast over the internet these many years. Over the years, we've had a lot of friends. Some of them turned into enemies, backstabbers, liars. Nevertheless, as you're on the front lines, you do have that. I bear no grudges. Nevertheless, before we get to our study, we have to cover a few things. And it's kind of hard when you think about just how you're going to cover certain subjects. But as you know, people are having a hard time in the Ukraine. Putin has decided that the Nazis are running Ukraine. And there is a historical basis for that because in Ukraine is where the persecution of a lot of Jews went on, literally. If you were a Jewish woman or a Jewish young girl, you were in trouble just like the others were. If you were a boy or a father, a dad, or just a Jewish guy. But the women particularly got humiliated in that they were stripped, sometimes raped right on the street. They were shamed. And millions of them died there. It's kind of ironic that Putin would accuse the Nazis of running it since Ukrainians are the ones that have it. Putin claims they were always Russian. But he's talking from a perspective of the KGB. And the purpose to bring this up is that we've had a similar response in America. You know, while Antifa and BLM have gotten away with burning down our cities and the Democrats do nothing, in fact, Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats bended a knee to them, the Black Lives Matter, who were along with uh, Antifa. Now today we have them... And they've had an ongoing system of stealing and pillaging out of stores and other things. They're still there. They're still doing wickedly and the Democrats don't do nothing. Especially in the bastions of liberality where these Democrats are Soros appointed. So it's really kind of interesting when you look at Joe Biden, who has connections both to Ukraine and China. Nancy Pelosi has connections to Ukraine. John Kerry has connections to Ukraine. And so does Mitt Romney. And so the question was asked on social media, what are the odds of four people all having children working for Ukrainian gas companies, and they all happen to be politicians. And one of them happens to be the president. Yet the liberals don't do anything about it. So 
So Biden came on yesterday and let us all know the important sanctions he was going to do. Later on, a commentator on social media said it was like hitting Putin with a feather. They weren't going to do anything. But Biden stressed that we're going to really hold Putin accountable. And then... Thursday night on CBS Evening News, the little brown stuff began to flow. It got deep. As coming from Secretary of State Antony Blinken, he was asked whether the United States would cut off purchases of oil and gas from Russia over its invasion of Ukraine. And Blinken said, well, we're trying to inflict maximum pain on Russia while at the same time minimizing any pain to us. Of course, we don't want to have any pain. So as a result, they're not halting gas and oil purchases from Russia because they're trying to minimize pain to us. And the same token, we have Joe Biden and the world castigating Putin for invading Ukraine. People are dying. We have a war, major war. You have a major power like the Soviet Union is what, 10 times, 20 times bigger than the Ukraine? Russia, who has connections to China, who Putin and uh, Xi decided that they would back each other. So as soon as Putin did what he did, Xi turned around and claimed that Taiwan was his. Now, of course, they're not his. Neither is Ukraine Putin's. The bottom line of it is, is that the world, the earth, and all that therein is, belongs to the Lord God. That's my take. But to turn around and have an administration who says, well, we're going to really punish Russia, but we're going to continue to buy gas from them. <laughs> Talk about a bunch of hypocrites. Nincompoops. These people are crazy. They act like a bunch of nitwits and buffoons. These are the people leading America today. And, and I have heard... <laughs> Stephen King, for instance, and a bunch of other very liberal, very powerful, very rich people. Oh, they love Biden. What part of corrupted don't you understand? So, they're more interested in getting oil and gas from Russia. But I can guarantee you they don't give a whit about minimizing pressure on America. Not one bit. There's only one reason Biden is doing this. Because they don't want to open up oil and gas. They don't want to open up anything that Trump had going and going well. Because they hate him so much. They are livid. Blinken, I think he's just blind. Biden is being used. There's somebody behind this besides the devil. Now, you see, there comes a time in every nation's existence that they have to begin to answer the question. I already know the question, and I know the answer. <laughs> And it is amazing to me how this all goes. So we look at it and we try to figure out why things are the way they are. 
you know, the bottom line of it is, we have and have had more preachers, more biblical teachers, more of our own self-styled American modern-day prophets, churches, seminaries. We have a powerful Catholic church presence. We have had everything there is to declare the gospel. We've had Billy Graham that went from one corner of this nation to the next. We've had David Wilkerson who declared a lot of things like judgment on America. And we've had others calling to bring America back. Now there's a little ministry called All Things Possible Ministry, Victor Marks and his wife Eileen. They're a small ministry from what I've seen. But he deals in really dangerous work. Because he works to get people out of nations and work in nations that are absolutely dangerous. He is known for his fastest disarm when a person is holding a gun to his head or whatever. His video is on YouTube. He's so fast you can barely see it. He teaches classes. His wife, you wouldn't want to mess with her in a dark alley, I can guarantee you. She's dangerous too. But they're Christians, they're believers. So look them up, All Things Possible Ministries. He asked the question this morning, the decline of faith in America, should we worry? And I'm reminded when the Lord came and he wept over Jerusalem. And he said, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that stonest the prophets. You see, if you read Isaiah, we're in Isaiah. We're in part one, what is it, 22. We've been doing this for almost three years because I'm taking my time. Because it's very prophetic. And uh, if it takes us another year, year and a half, that's fine. I don't care. It's the longest running series we've ever done. And I've learned so much from Isaiah. But there's one thing I know. The Lord God had sent the prophets to warn Judah. Judah was carried away captive way you know, later than what the northern tribes had been carried away. They were carried away by Sennacherib's father, very, very famous man of Assyria. It was the same Assyria under Sennacherib that threatened Israel. And God allowed them to get right up to the gate, and then the angel of the Lord destroyed them to teach Judah a lesson. Hezekiah was the king. But see, Isaiah was was around in all of this, and he was telling them that God would deliver them, but he also told them about Babylon. And he warned of Babylon, the coming judgment, and also the fact that God would deliver them. But you see, God sent those prophets to warn Judah to turn around, and they wouldn't listen. That's why the Lord said, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that stonest the prophets. You see, Judah had the high priest. He had the Levites. He had the prophets. They had a political system. They had a king. And they went through the motions. They kept the feast. They did everything except they fell away from the Lord because they served other gods. The church was preaching. They couldn't get through there. (laughs) So they decided to follow the people and give them what the people wanted. So Judah went into captivity for 70 years. 
I look at America, and that's what our churches have done here, what our big whoopee-doo pastors have done. These are pastors of the Sugar Plum Church and the fairy tale Jesus that they've created. We've created a monster of illiterate, ill-knowledgeable, wicked, corrupt generations that know not God and don't want God. And as <laughs> Eileen Marks did in a commentary today, She mentions a Pew Research Center, and I've used some of their studies myself. Now three in ten American adults consider themselves non-believers. And this is a 6% increase over five years ago and a 10% increase over a decade ago. I know very well. In Atlanta, she mentions the Black Non-Believers Group. And... Uh, these are blacks who have been targeted for their anti-religious stance. In Ohio, there's a United Non-Theists. Then there's the Unitarian Universalist Church. Oh, they've been around a long time. Basically, they all gather under the one roof. And they have an agnostic circle that meets there. And she also mentions a movie called Time Changer. Tower and I like that movie. We've seen it. We have it. Time Changer. Very good movie. And you're going to watch it. It's going to look like America Today. Now, you see, one thing about our country, Christopher Columbus was credited with coming here. He said, it was the Lord who put into my mind, I could feel his hand upon me, the fact that it would be possible to sail from here to the Indies. And so he tried that and ran into America. And he wasn't even sure, you know, what he found. But when he got here, he said, In the name of God, amen, having undertaken for the glory of God and advancement of the Christian faith and the honor of our king and county, a voyage to plant the first colony in the northern parts of Virginia. But when he first started out, You know, you can't just sail straight across. You got to go around around the mountain. Of course, we do have the Panama Canal now. You see, the thing of it is, is that at the end of it, she asks, "Can we, as a nation, ever get back to a biblical nation?" She says, "I don't know. It feels like we've slid too far down." She says, whether it's received is not my business. And that, that really sums it up, folks. I preach and teach and have done so for a long time with Tower along my side. We began on this journey back in the mid-70s. I was married and had a family. They all went with me to Bible school. We had no money. We just sold our house and made enough to help us to get up there. We had to borrow money from the government and a student loan just to live there. I found a job, so I was going to school full time. Studying full time. And a father full time. And I still found time to begin a ministry called Open Doors Ministry. It's nothing connected to the open doors today. But it was a 401c3 back then. And then I went into the church ministry and I turned it over to my buddies who helped me. 
We've been on this road a long time, and we've known ever since our first church we attended. And sometimes it surprises even us how far this thing has fallen. And so as I look, I'm reminded of Matthew 12:33. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt. That word corrupt in the Greek, rotten, worthless, morally rotten or worthless. Or his fruit corrupt. The same word is there. For the tree is known by his fruit. Jude 1.10 But these speak evil of those things which they know not. But what they know naturally is brute beasts, and those things they corrupt themselves. Now the other... Now there's another one just like this one. Now the other one that I quoted is a different Greek word. Just meaning rotten or worthless morally. This one means waste, wither, spoil by any process, ruin, morally depraved. It has more strength in it, but it, it talks about a process of corruption and waste. Revelation 19.2 has the same word as Jude does. For true and righteous are his judgments, for he has judged the great whore which did corrupt. Waste with or spoil by any process, morally de depraved. If the people aren't ruined, they will be ruined. The earth with her fornication. You see, the great whore did corrupt the earth with her fornication and has avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. You see, the bottom line of it is, America is corrupt. This administration up in D.C. is corrupt. And I think a lot of them that are there, they have been sold a bill of goods as far as what they believe. But they're all woke. And they're happy. There's a little sermon Sinners in the hands of an angry God. I used I, I used to have a copy of that. Jonathan Edwards. Long time ago. Seventeen forty one. I think the date was that he preached that. We have fallen into the muck and mire of corruption in this country. We have politicians in D.C. that have gotten rich and have sold this country down for their own purposes. We have pastors who have sold the gospel down the road just for the purposes of their own riches. We love comforts and we love America. So much we have ruined it. We don't want to hear the truth anymore. We're corrupt morally. Our institutions are corrupt. Now I've wondered openly if America ever had the sense or the wherewithal to overthrow what is happening. I came to the conclusion a long time ago that they didn't. Now, you see, Trump's pumped new life into it, but see, just having Trump as a, as a president doesn't solve the problem. The problem is immorality. The problem is corruption. People justify their actions. And they're working hard, of course, to overthrow the election. An election 
process that was inhibited by Democrats who were working in the system, who openly knew that they were lying and cheating when they were changing the ballots. Now you see the ones in power, they're corrupt too because they openly disavow that. We have Hollywood, which is corrupt as well. And they side with the Democrats many times. From one shore to the other, this place is corrupt. Putin is corrupt. When he goes into another country, shedding innocent blood and killing them. Yes, that is where the Nazis were. Yes, that is where the Jews were killed and murdered. And there's Jews there today. And they've lived there for a long time and haven't been killed or murdered. Now the only thing they have to worry about is getting bombed by Putin and destroyed in the process. And Biden, Biden says that he's going to openly punish. And all the leaders of the world are getting together. And Europe is shaking their fists. But see, Europe needs that oil and gas too. You see, because many of them have swallowed the pill to where you get rid of all petroleum products because the earth is going to end. Yeah, the earth is going to end, but not because of global warming. If you think that's global warming, well, then let me tell you what Peter says. The world's going to be consumed in fire. And he says, what manner of person should you be in all? Well, let's see. Manner of godliness, living of godliness, being godly. We don't even know what that is. We have a right to be godless. We have a right to be an agnostic. We have a right to believe we can be woke. We can be any sex we want. We can teach our children anything we want. We can, we can write our own Bibles like China's doing. We can do anything. Yeah, you can. But unless you repent, you will go into Hades. Because you're corrupt. So if you're trying to save a nation that's corrupt, it's like trying to save a whole bushel full of apples. And when you bought that bushel full of apples, down midway there was one apple that was rotten and you didn't see it. So you took your time eating because you knew that you put it in a cool place so it would last a while. So when you went back, that one rotted apple became a lot more. But you still didn't see it because it was halfway down. By the time you got the top layer eaten and you looked down, you saw that the, everything below it was corrupt. That's America today. Now you see, we were to do Hebrews, but I had to give you this, and this has taken over 30 minutes. This is another reason our study in Hebrews takes a while because when God puts something in me that I have to say I say it I am a watchman I'm not here to be friends of America or friends of the church or friends of anybody now I'm willing to be friends but I am not going to corrupt the truth and I'm not going to stand alongside you and hold your hands while you're corrupted and you say good is evil and evil is good when you plot openly and are wicked. This is a nation that needs to repent. But see, we won't have to worry about repenting because Biden has done his job because he doesn't know what he's doing and he's being led down the way by that same harlot that corrupted the earth. The goal of Satan was to corrupt America thoroughly because the power of America was in her families a God-fearing family that went to a God-fearing church with a pastor that spent the holy word of God in truth and not in a damnable way you are corrupt and don't try to sell me your purified religion of corruption where you justify and say that it's okay it's putrid and it stinks in the eyes of God and in his nostrils it's filled to the full.
God warned me about this election a year and a half ahead, or a year ahead maybe, way in advance of it. And I knew the minute that they had cheated to put Biden in where we were headed. Now we have literally got people filled to the full to put Trump in, to get this nation back. But folks, even if that happens, that's going to be temporary because we don't deal with the problem. Remember, under the layer is a rotted bunch of apples that are corrupt. And I just gave you three scriptures on corruption out of the scriptures. And you'd better be warned. Because raising your children when they're real young and allowing some moron to tell them that they may be homosexual or transgender or something else when they're innocent and they don't know what they are yet, so you're going to tell them and convince them. And we have lied and cheated and brought our children along. And now we have done that through several generations Now, you corruption that has infiltrated everything in this country. Those of you who have drank at the well of corruption. Those of you who have promulgated this. Those of you who stand up violently saying it's the right. Yes, you have a right. God has given you that right. I'm warning you, but you have the right. You want to go your way, that's fine. But as you lead an entire generation of people off the cliff into the pit of hell, I'm going to be off to the side over here following another road to the Lord, and I'll be watching. I will be there. And I'll be there on the day of judgment, and so will many others. And we will witness before God what you have done. For you are corruptors. And when we make war, God help us. We have been spoiled. The word itself is to corrupt themselves in Jude. But these speak evil of those things which they know not. They corrupt themselves, spoiled by any process, morally depraved. That's where we are today. So when you see that your nation is in decline and you wonder how we got there, it's the same way that Judah got there and the northern tribes got there. And while I call on people to repent and come to the Lord, it's none of my business. You either accept the Lord or you don't. I will preach the word. I will teach the word. We will comfort. We will help. But I am not going to be party to your corruption. I despise what you do. I loathe the very existence of the wickedness and the corruption that has destroyed our youth. And yeah, you can do that. God has given you time. I'm here to warn you. I'm here to tell you the word of God and tell you to repent. After that, what you do with it is up to you. 
But see, in America, people have perfected not listening. Not listening. God help us. And we're not going to be able to do much in Hebrews today. We were in Hebrews 12.1. But we were going to start in Hebrews 11.32. The Hall of Faith. This is a great chapter on faith. But these aren't Americans. This is the children of Israel. These are the people that Judah forgot about. When they started going after other gods. The same thing for the northern tribes. We've had many godly men and women. And kids in this nation. But in our current form, we've forgotten about all of it. The deception by the harlot that is going to be judged is full in this country. And America, as you know it, will cease to exist. And that's something that I was told many years ago by the Lord. When I got married back in 1973, one of the first things I told my wife was that phrase. And I told her what was coming. And it upset her. I've lived with this all my life. I've known it all my life. And God has led me down a path all my life. Even when I was in rebellion. There is none of us righteous, no, not one. The only thing that makes us righteous is when we repent and come to the Lord and we believe upon him, then God will impute unto us righteousness like he did to Abraham. And our roots are firmly in Yahshua, Jesus Christ, and he is a Jew. The apostles are Jews. Salvation is of the Jews. It came through Judah. What shall I more uh, more say, Hebrews 11.32, for the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson, of Jephthah and of David also and of Samuel and the prophets. When I was in that Methodist church as a child, my dad, who had accepted the Lord and an Amy Simple McPherson, made sure that my mother had me in there. Now, he didn't go, but he made sure I went. And I went. I know about the stories. I learned about them. <laughs> and I thought they were great. Those were our superheroes. David who took on Goliath. In my first book that I wrote, D-Day for America is no longer in print. It wasn't well received. And I told him in that several giants that would be hard to overcome in this country. I'm not going to tell you what those are. I'm thinking about republishing the book. But right now I'm busy on the rising. Now what did these people do? Verse 33. Who through faith. Subdue kingdoms, subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtain promises, and stop the mouths of lion, lions. Verse 34, quench the violence of fire, escape the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, and turned to flight the enemies of the aliens. Women received their dead raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better re resurrection. 
Another has had a trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, they were tempted, were slain with a sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains and dens and caves of the earth. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. That's where the Lord carried captivity captive. Because the ones who were safely stored in Abraham's bosom were given the gospel message. And were taken with him. But you see, this is what these people did. Now I'm telling you, tribulation's coming. I'm telling you that I've been, and Tower's been with me, reporting on the persecuted church. But what I hear from the church in America today, they're saying there's going to be a rapture. And of course, they mean the pre-trib rapture, so this backslidden church is going to get raptured out. No, it's not. Yes, the Lord is coming back again. And he'll gather his own in his own good time. But I'm going to tell you that it's time for the church to stand up. You have not stood up at all. For what is going on in this country, the battle even over abortion, the Supreme Court is getting ready to decide whether to overturn it, and if they overturn it, there's going to be war in this country. Biden, at the same token, was planning and plotting on how the government can facilitate a law to make it available through the federal government to get abortion by mail or some other way. This is a corrupt system. Any time you plot to kill babies. But see, because we have women who have been taught that their body, their choice. Yeah, that's your body, but the baby isn't your body. That baby belongs to God. And it's blood guilt. And I've been called a lot of things. Because I've been warning on blood guilt. God's the one that told me about blood guilt. I've been preaching on it. I've preached on it. I've written on it. This country don't want to hear about blood guilt. And it's not just innocent babies. But I'm telling you, one of the main things about blood guilt is it will cast the inhabitants of the land out because it defiles the land. Your land in America is becoming defiled more than it ever has. And it's been defiled by the people themselves. And we refuse to listen. But Hebrews 11 tells us, and those who are believers pick up on this, when this tribulation and trouble comes, there's going to be a way for you. If Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah and David and Samuel and the prophets and all the others, through faith they could subdue a kingdom. They did righteousness. They obtained problem, uh, promises. They stopped the mouths of lions. Women received their dead raised to life again. Others, of course, were tortured. This points out that there's two ways you can go as a believer. Number one, you can believe for deliverance. And that means fasting and praying, listening to the Lord, being close to him. The other way is there are those who are tortured, who are persecuted who do die, who live a miserable existence. You can find them in North Korea. You can find them in China, Iran. You can find them in Pakistan and India, Nigeria and Kenya, throughout Africa. 
You can find them today in Afghanistan, primarily because of what Biden did. The blood of them in Afghanistan is on Biden's hands because of the stupid way that they pulled out. And to make things even worse, there was a film released of of Biden a long time ago when he was a senator and he was saying about how long it takes to pull out of a country. It would take a year or two to get all your troops and everything out of there. Well, he sure didn't remember that in Afghanistan. As a result, many got killed, including our own service people. Because we are morally corrupt today. We are not blessed. But I'll tell you what, if you're a Christian and living in America, you can be blessed. Yes, that's right. And I'm not talking millions of dollars, but the blessing of having the Lord and knowing that he's with you and that he will provide, even if you do get a little hungry. You know, this whole entire chapter is nothing but Hebrews. And it's in Hebrews. (laughs) Jews. The children of Israel. And you know these things here? The Protestant church loves, unless you're backslid. This is the hall of faith. Oh man, I'll tell you, the hall of faith, that is the place. And so we go to the apostles, and we like their faith and what they did. They were all Jewish too. But we have had, this was after the apostles, and Paul warned about it when he was gone. Grievous wolves would enter in, not sparing the flock, and they haven't. And there was a time a long time ago when they separated the Jewishness of this gospel. And they made a separate gospel for the Protestants. I'm here to tell you there is no separate gospel. When the Lord comes again, he's the Jewish Savior. Now there's been talk about him being black and this color and that color. I mean, really. You people are ludicrous. And of course, a major prophet, Jewish prophet said that. He said, you have to get over it. Well, there's no getting over it. When Jesus comes, his color is going to be glory. Just like yours will be when you're with him. We're a bunch of minute creatures who think in a minute way. God is glorious and he's above your color, your racism, your godlessness. His ways are not your ways. Neither are your ways his ways. And if you're going to be redeemed, if you're going to be saved, you better get with the program and get quick. And I go on social media and I've got all kinds of people. You know, that I'm, you know, it it just boggles the mind. I hate social media, but I spread the word of God on it as much as I hate. I can't stand that. Because it's a fodder mill for lies, and it's easy to ignore the truth, and people have become lazy. Oh, man, that's a beautiful picture, and I'm good at graphics. I'm really good. Been doing it for a lot of years. They will love the pictures. Well, the picture, honey, is not going to send you to heaven. The picture's gorgeous. It affects the eyes. The lust of the eyes, the pride of life. You know, that stuff. You need to get in and read the article where the Word of God is written. And although I have some of the Word of God on my graphics, it's not enough. You need to get into that Word of God when I write it, and you need to understand that that stuff is anointed. I've been given that by God. Every article I write, every book I get into, I seek the Lord. And I'm telling you, While I'm not perfect, when I begin to write some stuff that the Lord has put in me, I write it. And it's for redemption. 
Our websites are for redemption and waking up. The radio shows are for redemption. But, you you know, there's a little scripture that says, How shall they hear except we have a preacher? And how, <laughs> if you don't have a preacher, how are they going to hear? That preacher also has to be sent. But if the preacher isn't going to preach the truth, what good is it? Many years ago, while I was in college, along with my buddies, we opened a coffee house in another town. And people got saved. And one of the young kids, he was a teenager, who said, you know, if you hadn't come along to tell us the truth, we'd have never known the truth. And that's so true. You need to tell the truth. Now, see, Trump's got a big social media platform, and that's fine. I hope Trump does win. But I'm going to tell you something here right now. There are forces that are plotting to keep him away from the presidency at all costs. They hate this man. And there's other billionaires like him. There's people that have money that absolutely detest what's going on. You know, the pillow man, he's one of them. And they spend a lot of money to try to keep going and get the message out. But we have to deal with the wickedness in this country. We need to deal with the underhanded plots. But see, when you got so many coming in from the border illegally, and many of them need help, we can't take in the world. We need to fix the problem in their nations and they can stay there. I remember reading a testimony from a woman who got out, I think it was out of Syria when it was really bad, when ISIS was there. She said, we don't want to live in America. We don't want to live in Europe. We want to live in our home, where we were born. Not everybody wants to come to America, but many of them want to find safety but within those open masses are people that will bring your nation down and be warned America because of what Biden has done and if he isn't if something isn't done by the end of four years you're going to have the same thing going on that we have seen go on in other nations where persecuted Christians are at your churches are going to be bombed Your people are going to be shot. You're going to have higher murder rates. You will not be able to contend with the wickedness. All the wicked and the nations that forget God will be turned into hell. That's scripture. That's not to to make you fear precisely. It's just telling you the truth. Without God, without our Lord who helped us and helped us in blessing this country, there is no America. So next week, I took you through the end of this chapter of 11 because I wanted the message in there, and it fits with this, but we will be in chapter 12 and may God bless you and keep you may his face shine upon you and give you peace I pray to God that you will begin to pray for this country pray for those around you and pray to God to be delivered because hell's coming And I could say it's already here, but it's not. We are in a lot of danger, even more than you could ever hope or think. You know, you hope that America will be better. Hope doesn't work. You need to repent and turn from your sins and seek the Lord as if your life depended on it.
and it does. This is the watchman Dana Smith. All these words are given before God on this day. And before God I say, this is the truth. And this is what I am to tell you. In Jesus' name. Let the angels witness it and all the witnesses in heaven and the people understand the dangers and the blessing. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.